0: maybe we should trust our employees and you, and treat them as adults wow that's as adults trust employees that's
1: wow that's that's a lot
0: the other day i was at school in the middle of the day because the the i had to meet a teacher for some reason and and i was there and somebody who met me there was like ah you can do it because you're the boss and i'm like no I can do it, because in my company, anyone can do it.
1: (laughs) Hello, I'm Michael. I'm Radek. And this is The Podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books we read and want to share with you.
0: As well as technology and productivity, which is what we do by day, working on our our app Nosby. Or whatever else comes to mind. And today, the book. Another book comes to mind, right? That's right. All right. Uh, so um, there is this book Under New Management by David Burkus. That's right. David Burkus. Yeah. Under New Management. And it uh, the book talks about some revolutionary uh, different ideas of how to run a business. And why do we want to change the way we run a business? Or why, why do we want to actually talk about these
1: revolution, revolutionary ideas? Right, it's it's kind of funny. Last week we we talked about the startup culture and how much of that is kind of wrong and broken. Yeah, and and this book is more about questioning the the traditional, uh, the traditional kind of culture of business and enterprise and corporations and and how those things tend to run and, and kind of offer alternatives or or new ideas of of, of like how to run things, how to. Manage people and the team, like ideas for different kinds of policies that are not very common today in in business, but uh, but might be good ideas.
0: Yeah. Okay. But but anyway, uh, I think we want to we want to actually start from the from the end, right? So to actually ask ourselves, um, I mean, if the companies are working, I mean, the business works, people go to work, they get their mm-hmm. salaries paid, and they do their work. Um, what's wrong with the system? What's wrong with uh, how
1: people work? I uh, actually really like the analogy the, the book itself made uh, in the uh, epilogue. Um, it, it made an analogy to the internal combustion engine. So essentially, you know, the, the gas engine in a car. Uh, an internal combustion engine works, right? It, it has for a century. It powers the world. There's a billion cars in the world and it works, right? But it's... It's only like thirty percent efficient at converting energy from from the fuel's chemical uh, energy into kinetic energy of the vehicle. So, like, even though it works, it doesn't mean we can do we can't do better. And and we do like uh, if if you look at the energy efficiency of electric vehicles, it's it's much better. And it takes some time, but when you break through this this status quo, it it seems obviously better.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, 30% is not really a lot. It's like uh, the same thing goes to swimming. Because when I prepare for a triathlon, uh, I I read somewhere also that when we swim, um, 10% of our energy is converted into actually movement forward, or even less than 10%. Um, So we are not really good swimmers, because we're not dolphins. Um, Mm. But that's the thing. If... It's thirty percent efficient. Great, but maybe we can do better than that. And that's why, mm-hmm. in this in this book, uh, the author is questioning: maybe there is another way of running a business, or maybe we should uh, think about our employees, our team, differently.
1: Yeah, it mentioned a, a number, a a, a statistic uh, that um, supposedly uh, about like thirteen, like about fifteen percent of of workers worldwide are actually engaged by the work uh, now I'm, I'm, I'm it's not entirely clear what engaged means but but what I get out of it is that like 85 percent of the people feel like their job kind of sucks uh, they they don't try to do their best at all they just want to get by get paid but like it it, it means that the worker doesn't doesn't actually enjoy the job uh, they're they, they, they don't try and the organization, uh, suffers from it also because like if if you're not if you're not engaged by your work then you're, you're not going to be very productive right? yeah, so for me and something that this book really
0: like um, the whole notion I mean the whole theme that permeates the whole book for me is, the, is this revolutionary notion that shouldn't uh, be rev- revolutionary in the first place is that maybe I maybe we should trust our employees and you, and treat them as adults. Wow, that's as adults trust
1: employees. That's wow, that's that's a lot.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, uh, you know, when <laughs> when you're a child and you're at school and um, you have to do something, you have do have an example to prepare, or for example, you have a, a, an assignment. Um, the um, the the teacher. Trusts that you will do the assignment, and you, you, hmm. you. If you don't do an assignment, you're gonna, you know, be punished. But if you do, um, the, the, the 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 teacher doesn't really ask when are you going to do the assignment. It, the, the teacher doesn't ask you how you're going to do the assi- assignment. The teacher just, you know, helps you, you know, outlines what the assignment is, is all about and gives you a deadline. And yet, in many companies. Uh, what happens is that uh, we don't trust our employees, we micromanage them. We, (laughs) um, I say we, no, uh, the, the traditional way is to micromanage people, is to not trust people, is to put people in their place and tell them what to do and tell them not to think and just treat them as mindless cogs.
1: Right, I I actually don't. I would push back on the on the analogy with school. You're a bit older. You might have forgot, but yeah, school is definitely not a place where it, where where people would trust you, where they would treat you as adults, where they would care about your opinion about your anything. School is very much like it's designed to be actually very much like the the corporate world, uh, which which actually is is a lot like. Um, uh, like, like, kind of the, the 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 military is is one analogy that that sticks to my mind. Like, th- there's a hierarchy. There's a general at the top, and there's some people uh, below them. And then you're you're just given an assignment. You're told what to do, and and you do it, right? And you get micromanaged because like no one no one trusts uh, anyone. You're just it it's all about control, and and that that kind of creates a bunch of like really broken uh, incentives
0: yeah and uh, especially if you when th- there was actually a, a statistic that most of this i mean there a, a substantial number of ceos of fortune 500 companies are ex you know military so mm. <laughs> makes a little sense but anyway trust uh so maybe really my analogy wasn't that good with the uh, school i i uh, it's been a while um with school for me uh but but the fact that of, of, of trusting people, you know, there is the saying in Germany, um, in German language, uh, uh, trust uh, um, is good, but control is better. Mm-hmm. And I would use it the other way around. Control is good, but trust is better because it's, it's really hard to do your job <laughs> if you don't trust people around you. Um, and uh, a micromanager, uh, a person who, would, you know, <laughs> uh, who doesn't trust people, he's really you know, getting exhausted and then he works you know, 12 hours a day or I don't, I don't know how many to just uh, do his job and other people's jobs or actually manage and uh, uh, control. So anyway, um, the idea of the book is that we should trust employees more and trust the team more. And uh, this shows in many of the, of the chapters.
1: Right. Uh so I suppose we should give a, a a few examples. Yep. So there was one about about performance reviews. This is such a corporate thing. Um and, and in a lot of organizations there's like this notion of a stack ranking. So you, you you like annually you do a review of an employee and you rank them as say outstanding, good or like poor performance. And, and, and stack ranking means that the, 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 there's a, there's a forced curve. So say 20%, 20% outstanding, 70% good, 10% poor performance, and outstanding means uh, you're going to get a promotion and poor performance means improve or you'll be fired. And <laughs> that's, that's, that's so broken. It, 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 it's supposed to be a, a, a carrot and a stick and, and motivation to improve yourself. But, but all it does is, is, is make people competitive with each other instead of collaborate, right? Like, you're not going to work together or share information or, or, or do things for the benefit of the whole organization. You're, you're put against one another because, like, no one trusts you to actually uh, care and, and be good about your job, and, and no one actually cares to, to, to watch you in a, in a reasonable way with a, with a quick feedback loop. Instead... The performance review like once a year seriously and then like have the, the feeling that well you you better do good or you might be fired well that's that's not very useful
0: yeah I, I have a I have a close close example of um, uh, of a company where uh, a person I know works and they they told me that uh, the performance reviews are the most important part of year. Because everybody's anxious, everybody's scared, everybody's trying to make up points or whatever else they have there as a metric, and um, and actually when they receive a poor performance review, they actually sue the company. So it's um, really it it really creates the amount. I mean the 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 trust there, right? I mean (laughs) uh, um, you know. So for me, this is totally ridiculous. I think it is good to have feedback loops. Which we discussed before, and to have feedback loops with people that you work with. But for example, what I really liked about um, going to Apple Store was when I was um, first time in the USA and buying my first MacBook Air. um, This guy said, you know, uh, Michael, if you don't want to buy this thing now, don't worry, you know, come back later. You know, ask any one of us because we don't work on on, on commission. So whoever you ask, no problem. I mean, they will help you, right? Yeah, and and also. uh, the other time when I was there, uh, somebody was 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 uh, helping me out to choose something, and then they would pass uh, their friend to finish the sale because uh, uh, yeah. he was more knowledgeable for what I wanted to buy, and there was no problem for them to pass somebody else, you know, who, who who knew more about the stuff I wanted to buy, because again, they don't work on a commission like per person. They will receive a commission as an entire store, so everybody knows that they work. For the good of the store, and not for the good of the of the you know individual in the individual account.
1: Yeah, in in today's corporate world, there, there's a bunch of these these tools. Like again, with the performance reviews, with like um, paying you commissions instead of a salary, that have this aura of. Of rationality and, and like this is scientific like we're actually measuring things and like this should be good, uh, but 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 this is this is the this is all thinking that 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 has not been verified with with, with the reality because it, it totally forgets about the the fact that you're just you know in, in order to try to control people and and you know uh, because of these systems you create because the, there there is no 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 actual trust. Uh, there's a bunch of side effects like like, like what what you say in, in many stores people are paid commission and so you won't get the, the best um, the best possible service because they will push to to sell now to, to do it themselves like there's no collaboration
0: yeah and, and in, in, in another book where, which I which I read about selling and about sales teams um, the advice was also contrary to the popular advice is that the sales team, uh, if you want to have a commission, then the commission is on this whole sales team. Because then mm-hmm. people help each other. Then people support each other. And when somebody's missing and then the other one steps in, helps close the sale, and they know that they are together in this. And if they uh, make the sales quota or whatever that they have, they are together. They are working uh, for each other and not um, against each other. They are not pitted against each other, which is what, like in many companies, is a standard procedure.
1: Yep, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I also wanted to to briefly touch on what you said about about feedback loops. Uh, performance reviews on some level seem like a good idea because it's a feedback loop. But but feedback that's not a good feedback loop. Uh, first of all, feedback loops should be much much tighter. Yeah. Uh, like if if you want this to actually be helpful, uh, you, you as a manager ought to have uh, frequent uh, conversations uh with employees and and instead of like assessing them judging them in, in a way that that makes them competitive and scared and anxious instead of focused on on their job uh you know give them honest honest feedback but 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 don't don't assess them don't give them grades like give them feedback coach them show them how to improve and like cut out all the all the bs that's that's not necessary
0: yeah and i think i think we can move uh to to this um one of the other chapters here in the book about employees first, customers second, Mm -hmm. is the fact that um, that's why it's important to have this trust in the team because again, again, this motivation uh, the the idea of these commissions and all these things comes from the fact that that people still believe or these companies still believe that people are motivated by money money is a factor of course people like to work for money because they have to pay the rent they have to have some money so money is important but it's not the most important thing uh, and um, and and these kind of old school thinking of only commissions motivating my commissions pitting people against each other is saying money is the most important thing and when you when you look at our team when you look at um other teams that we know uh, there are other factors like working on a stuff that's that's interesting that's challenging for you uh, developing yourself uh, being in a team that you like being having people around that you like that you trust and, and again, being treated as, a, as an adult, being treated as a person who can be trusted. Uh, all these things, having a boss who's not a dick, right? <laughs> so all, all these things together um, create uh, a great team. And again, it comes from the trust. That's why uh, I really like this this this, um, um, this invented hierarchy that it's important that you put the, the team first, the employees first. And the customers second, because customers uh, will be happy when they will be served by happy employees. <laughs> when they will be yeah. served by employees who are not happy, who are not satisfied, who are just doing their job. So the the customer will see that, and they will not buy, or they will not become a customer, or they will not extend their you know subscription or you know whatever relationship.
1: Yeah, happy employees lead to good service, uh, which leads to happy customers, which leads to profit. Not, not that hard, is it? Exactly. And and
0: th- 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 that's why in many companies, um, the companies forget and the bosses forget that your sales clerk is the person who's in touch with the customer. Mm-hmm. So if, if you don't treat the sales clerk right, the sales clerk will not be working well. And the customer will see that or, or will, will sense that or will be treated just wrong and will just go away. Um, I mean he is the I mean the sales clerk is the person who's going to be in touch so he's there and that's why um, you know we really have to also cherish our customer support team in me, and make sure that they have um, good tools good uh, you know they're being treated right they're they're happy with their work because they receive all the feedback and also negative feedback on on our software and they have to be able to serve our customers well and solve their problems and help them. Thrive, and they are the ones who are in touch with our customers.
1: Yeah, and how about this? This order is another inverted hierarchy, uh, and this is obviously going to be uh, easy for me to say. Uh, but I, 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 I like how, how the how it how the book um, suggested to think of management more as a support role, not not the boss role. So so like uh, so like again, if you if you treat it. In the military model, there's a hierarchy, and people above command you to 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 do some work, uh, but th- that strips you away from any sense of autonomy, which is you know psychologically super important, and it strips you from your ability to to act on things immediately, to to just uh, to just solve problems as they arise, and and use your knowledge and skill as and experience as the person who's on the floor uh, so to speak uh to just do things I, I and and i i think it's 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 much more uh useful and, and healthy uh, as a as a general rule uh, of course to 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 think of it as as more of a support role so like again an inverted hierarchy like a, a good manager uh is there to clear the way for employees to do their work like like help them create an environment uh in which in which they can just just do their work and not have to worry about about again those managerial things about uh, you know uh, handling BS. That's 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 what a, a good manager allows their employees to do. I mean, this this all comes down to something
0: I want us to talk about in some f- of the future episodes. It's about good, um, I don't think we to- we talked about it about taking the blame. So yes. Uh, so for me, for me, I am. I am very blame oriented. <laughs> so, uh, what I mean by that is that when I see somebody on my team do something wrong, do some I mean fail in some in some respect, you know, do something incorrect, um which, which also, of, co- of course happens, the first person I I'm, I'm, I'm blaming is myself. I haven't created an environment or I haven't told them this or I have forgotten about this or I have not prepared them for. You know, um when you remember, you know this uh, the, the, uh, from the book. Which one was that? When there was this Toyota factory,
1: mm-hmm. I think it was "Smarter, Faster, Better."
0: Yeah. So the the Japanese, you know, boss was 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 apologizing to the employee uh, on the factory plant that he w- didn't train them well enough for them to make this decision to stop the factory, and he was, uh, you know, begging him for an apology. And um, uh, that's the thing. Uh, a role of a boss like in my case or a manager in a company is to help your experts thrive. I mean mm-hmm. this is why uh, we always have this joke inside our company when whenever there is code in Nosby or in some parts of Nosby that's been, been written by me we always laugh this is the, this is the code written by the best coder in the world because we all know in the company no, no, no one says that. No. No, it's an ironic thing. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, so everybody knows that I'm actually the worst programmer in the company, because I hired better programmers. <laughs> and that's the whole idea, you know. I was the one who started this, but Nosby wouldn't have been as advanced and as good as it as it is now if I kept programming here, <laughs> right? Um, and that's the thing. And, and that's the role of bosses, because in my, many companies the bosses are actually or the managers are afraid of hiring people who are better than them because mm. they're afraid, insecure of their position in the company. But it should yeah. be the other way around. You should hire better people because they are experts. They are supposed to make decisions. So so another thing that comes to my mind is what we always repeat in our company is don't ask for uh, permission, ask for forgiveness. So you go first, you decide first, you are the smart guy. But if you make a mistake, ask for forgiveness because you, you just went too far. Okay, this happens. But the, but the idea is that what I prefer for you or for anyone in the company is to go beyond, go uh, based on your expertise and, and act on something instead of waiting for me to accept. I mean, can I do this? Michael, can I do this? You know, you're the boss, you have to decide, which is not true because you're the expert, not me. Yeah,
1: and, and that not only uh, strips away uh, autonomy from people to, to have to uh, go with everything to their bosses. Uh, but it's also deeply inefficient most of of, of, of the time and it, it takes some some trust to say you know just 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 do it just do it right and it's it's it takes the hierarchy where people are treated as as, as adults so it, it's it's not this this um again this this military thing like if if you screw up you'll be in deep trouble <laughs> like, no it's just just do it yes you can um you know uh, Use your your, bejma, your your best judgment to make the right decision and use your best judgment to, to think of like where are the situations where you you, you should consult people and if there's a mistake or, or, or if other people uh you know come up with a better idea, it's fine. It, it it can be fixed and 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 most of the time that's that's just more efficient and, and simpler and, and better.
0: Yeah, that's why um, in one of the Stephen Covey books, uh, I think Seven Habits, uh, he was also emphasizing this, um, um, this notion of empowerment. So mm-hmm. really to empower your people to, to make decisions, empower your people to, to do things. And you should, as, an, as a manager, you as a, as a, like, as a boss, uh, as a superior should actually be their servant. You should serve them for them to do a better job. Because this is your job to prepare level field for them to propel the field for them to act and to 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 excel. Speaking of, uh,
1: let's go to, to chapter twelve, which is called "Fire the Managers." Yeah. So, uh, so again, this is this is all, all all about trust. I think I think much of of the current corporate world really aren't giving people enough credit. Uh, people yeah. are, are are smarter and more capable to make decisions than. Uh, Than many managers think, like the, like if if you s- strip away the the ability and the responsibility for everyone to to make decisions, then guess what? They're not going to be good at making decisions. But but people are perfectly capable uh, of it. Like you know, smart people are 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 able to make good decisions just fine. And so you know, of of course, if you have a big organization, you're you're going to have some level of hierarchy, some level of of, of management, uh, some level of 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 top down um, strategy and stuff, and and that's fine. Uh, but there's much more of the whole management uh, thing that that I think is is necessary, and especially management in the sense of in the hierarchical sense, rather than the you know uh than than the the support idea uh of a manager. Uh, and 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 really like if you if you allow people to make many more decisions for for themselves and and simplify this this whole process like first of all this is much more efficient second of all the sense of autonomy, is again is, is very very important. Like if you if you feel like you can't control your your destiny, like you're, you're not going to be very productive at all. Like like how like I don't know about you, but if 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 I was supposed, especially at school, <laughs> like speaking of what you mentioned, like if if I was supposed to do something which I really hated and didn't care about, I was so slow and so bad at it. But the moment I was actually interested in, in something, or, or I de- or I decided to to, to tackle something and you know if, if I got guidance and support of course but I wasn't like actively kind of managed but if, if, I, if I was able to choose uh, what I worked on based on my understanding of what I need of what the company or what you know my, my skull curricular needs and my skills and my interests and the things I want to learn uh, I would be and most people would be far 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 more Productive and happy, uh, which again is, means productive in the long term. Uh, in the long term.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I just <laughs> we were talking about in the past episodes. Um, uh, we will link to this in the show notes um, about quarterly offsite. So, like mm-hmm. two episodes ago, what I did on the quarterly offsite is I did like I did analyze how many projects I'm involved with in Nosby in our company. And it turns out there are 17 major projects. Like, you know, projects. Areas of focus or whatever, how you call them. But let's, say, let's call them projects. 17 projects I'm involved with in Nosby. I think there they might be even more, but these are the 17 which I which I find right now very important for me. Mm-hmm. But then I was trying to find out my role in these projects like, to make sure that, you know, I know my role. I know my place in these projects.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And out of 17 projects, only four are the projects I am running. So I am like the lead of these projects. I am the person who owns the project, who is responsible for these projects. And seven, I'm a supervisor. So I'm a person like supervising the project, you know, looking what's up, but actually no, I'm not running it. I'm not responsible for this project. And then Mm -hmm. six more, I'm an observer. So I am involved, I am there if they need my feedback, but I'm almost out. I'm like, just, I'm the guy on the, on the sidelines. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And my job the last week was to talk to people in these projects and explain to them my role in this project, (laughs) you know? And it's, it's, it's pretty similar. It's pretty similar to what we have with TGIF.
1: So wait, so, so essentially you fired yourself as a manager.
0: Exactly. And I had to, and I had to explain them why. And why, and why, 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 it's, why it's better like this. Why <laughs> It's better that I'm not the manager of the project. Mm-hmm. And it was hard. It's like when we said about TGIF that it was hard to convince people not to work on Friday. <laughs> like, people still were working on Fridays because, you know, it's kind of strange, you know. I'm, I mean, they still pay my salary and I'm on Friday. Like, um, so, and it's similar here for people to understand that. Like, people feel safer when they feel that there is this hierarchy, there is this boss, you know, I, because you're the boss, you know, you decide, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, on, on one hand, they feel safer, but on the other hand, it's it's bad for them, as you said, because they don't have the autonomy, they don't feel so empowered, they don't feel uh, like they are actually reaching their potential. But on the other hand, they feel safer when they have it. So it's really hard and it takes time to to, to explain to them uh, and to tell them, no, no, no. I'm not your manager here, <laughs> it's, it's your project, you're doing this, if you need feedback, or if you, if you need anything for the project, let me know, I'm here, but it's your thing, you know, so so what I'm saying is that <laughs> I had to go through all these projects and and talk to people and explain where I am, where they are, just to <laughs> make sure that they understand my role there, and um, it was quite a process, and it still is an ongoing process, but, but that's the thing, it's not... It, I mean it seems great and and then you know trust and everything but we also have to take into in account that people you know it's a change and people need time to digest this
1: yeah, it's part of, of the the cultural building process I, I suppose when when yeah. people are, are so used to uh, even if, if not personally but but just through the, uh, the 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 teaching of of the culture as a whole that companies and organizations work in a certain way, and and a lot of these things, like when you want to empower people and, and you know let them self manage uh, their their own work, if you want to give them more autonomy, I I suppose it's important to also uh, like 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 really try to 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 teach them that this is good, that this is fine, that you can really do it, that uh, that you ought to uh, you know lose this 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 anxiety uh, that. You know, what what do what, what you say like what, what happens in a lot of corporations like uh, people feel safer when when there's someone commanding the work because then like it wasn't my decision so you can't blame me but right and, and so like it, if if you want people to self-manage and also like you really have to explain to them like like you know don't worry like uh, mistakes can be fixed like you're not you know your your head isn't going to roll downhill
0: yeah, and another thing is that um, which, which, which again it's pretty rad- radical what we have because we are no office, we don't have any office we work totally uh, from home uh, and by this I mean there is no 9 to 5, it's not like you have to work from 9 to 5 you can work, you know, you are required to work 40 hours uh, uh, a week and not even that because now we have TGIF, um, but uh, more or less 40 hours a week and mm-hmm. um, the idea is that uh, you can work anytime you want so for example in the middle of the day you you want to go for a run for a jog whatever we don't care you you just let us know i mean you let us you let know people who you work with that you're out um, we have this uh, check-ins on slack that we, we check in but the idea is that people can do it and the other day i was at school in the middle of the day because they the, the, i had to meet a teacher for some reason uh, nothing bad uh, i just had to be there <laughs> and, right. and and I was there and somebody who met me there was like, ah, you can do it because you're the boss and I'm like no, I can do it because in my company anyone can do it <laughs> in, my, in, in my company anyone can, you know, go to school in the middle of the day to get something done because
1: we are like that well I'll, I'll give you a more extreme example uh, the whole last week I was away I was in Berlin and I was on a vacation I was still working now, I, I, I partly uh, had some, some time off but it was spread across the, the whole week I was available every day just a little bit less uh, which is accounted for but otherwise I worked on the train no one cared I worked in a different city in a different country no one cared I worked on the way back in the bus Still no one cared. And it was fine. Exactly. And uh, so
0: in our uh, company, uh, you don't have to be a boss to be to have this liberty. And again, it goes back to trust, to trusting people that they will work and they will do the right thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, so it's actually kind of interesting to me that for a book supposedly... Um, you know, preaching radical radical ideas about running organizations in, in some places is it-, it didn't go far enough. So it it's talked about um, how open offices suck, which seems obvious to us. Uh, yes. I think we talked about it on episode like five or six. We'll link to it. Um, and like, <laughs> how about no office at all? The book didn't even mention it. Exactly. <laughs> or or it's talked about uh, banning or limiting email, which again it seems obvious to us, but it, it didn't like it it didn't go in into details, like it, it didn't really explain like uh, the the possibilities that are available now. That it's not either all email CC everyone or be at the office and have meetings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the, there's a whole spectrum of of tools uh, in between. And like, oh, like this seems obvious to us because we we make not a, a tool like that, which helps people organize and communicate in a in a different way. But but there's there's other things things like it, and and the book even didn't even explore
0: that at all. No, and um, judging by this book and by how we work, so we are even more extreme than the examples in the book <laughs> at some point. Yeah. Yeah, and actually coming back to the banning emails, I mean we've already talked about the pyramid of communication, so uh, we will link to it. Too, so the, the one that we re- revisited, the, the original one, we talked about mm-hmm. it, and there is even an ebook that I wrote that we'll, I will I will share on my blog in December. So um, uh, it's all about that the 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 different way, uh, but again, we don't we don't do these things differently in our company because we just want to be rebels, we want to be just different for the sake of being different. Mm -hmm. We do them because this is how we want to work. We want to be trusted, we want to have trust, we want to have liberty, we want to be able to go to Berlin and and travel, you know, and and work. Uh, We want to have that. And uh, why, and this is for me the question of the day, why in so many companies this this seems so radical. This seems so 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 strange.
1: That's a very good question. Uh, I f- I think one interesting hypothesis, um, which the book touched on the beginning, is that we really we inherited those management methods and culture from the industrial revolution. Yeah, which has been really different. Like it's uh, you know no matter how 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 uncool and. And and sometimes even cruel. Uh, some of uh, some of some of this is. It works different when you have some sort of a factory where people really are designed to be replaceable cogs and do the same thing over and over and over again. And there's been this whole movement called scientific management, which has scientific in its name, so it has to be good. <laughs> Uh, and, and and it did it did work it did enable much greater efficiency in the industrial companies but um, especially especially now like uh, we're talking about something very different um creative firms and, and and even if if not if not necessarily creative then 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 you know white collar uh, jobs those those have a very, you know, as a knowledge worker in a company who employs knowledge workers, that's that's a very different use case. And 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 people in in, in the in industry like haven't I think questioned enough if if those methodologies and, and this whole hierarchical you know, uh, do as I say, military-like system is still applicable and, and, and actually very good and efficient for any for anyone, including the organization today in 2016.
0: Yeah, again, people are not questioning this. And I want to come back to the open offices. I'm sorry, we have to just get back there. I just recently, I, 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 I read a few articles and I talked to a few people that I know that have companies and... And they all would cherish and and, and and talk about open offices and I'm like are you just ignorant or are you micromanager or what up? I mean I mean I mean there are so many articles so many studies done that open open office sucks that open Office is not the way to work especially for a knowledge worker who has to focus and deep work and stuff on, on, on what they are doing. So why oh why? People are still doing that. People are still putting open offices first. I mean, building open offices. Is it just for the cost cutting? You know, that you can squeeze more people in, in in a square meter. I mean, what what what's up? I mean, I it's it's for me like when I see new offices and I, whenever I see new offices being built and I'm sometimes sometimes invited to some offices uh, of some of some companies. Every time I'm I see that I'm just like really. Really, and and like this is two thousand sixteen. I mean, we've already studied that. You know, the the people work. The people work. Sorry, the people work book was published <laughs> years ago. And 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 why is it like this? Why are people not trying to question that? Not seeing the problem, and and then just moving forward the old way. Let's try to answer that question next week.